Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Hughes Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And just to kind of finish up that thought I had started before we went to break is, at Arby's you can get whatever you want, whether it's lunch, dinner, a snack in the afternoon, just a little thing of curly fries to get get you through the afternoon. I might do that. I did have lunch before I left, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try to grab what all of us might call supper, dinner, before I go shoot. Because once uh, once I get into shooting football games tonight, it's gonna be hectic, crazy, and I don't have time to breathe until about 10:45. Uh, it gets crazy. Not sure how many more years my body can take the stress, but it's also fun. And uh, our next guest certainly understands what's out what that's all about because he has been athletic director at USD for how many years, David? I think athletic director going on 11 years, and I've been here a total of 16. This actually would have been my 17th fall here at USD. Okay, because I was going to guess 16, but I guess I'd forgotten some of it was in a different capacity. But that it, when you look back on all of this, as David Herbster joins us, the outgoing athletic director at USD, although when, does that, when is that official that you are no longer the athletic director, or is it? I, uh, officially August 30th, so... Um, they're squeezing in a couple more weeks out of me, which I really wanted just to really help with the transition. Absolutely. I I would be surprised if anything otherwise. But tell us about this new job. You're going to work for one of our sponsors, uh, Sanford Health, has been with us for off and on since the very beginning of the show. They were one of the original founding sponsors of Calling All Sports way back in the day. What are you going to be doing? Um, kind of working in their community relations uh, area, and much of kind of what I do now um, as an athletic director, um, being in the public, uh, working with alumni, fans, uh, the media, all those different types of constituents, I'll be doing that in a, in a similar capacity with uh, Sanford working with their um, university and sport uh, partners, uh, working with uh, area youth uh, organizations, but also you know, you think about just the public eye of Sanford um, and their their role and investment in all the not only the, the Sioux Falls community but all the communities where they have hospitals and clinics um, will be kind of in my area to help support and promote Sanford to all of those different capacities. That sounds like you might be as busy or busier than you've already been. It could be, you know, and that's fine. Um, <laughs> I think that's. I, I look forward to that. I, it, it'll be a little bit different, but. Um, you know, shoot, we've been, you know, my capacities here have been working with Sanford ever since I've been here. So I feel like, um, you're kind of leaving one family, uh, and joining another family. Oh, for sure. And a very big family, I might add, in both cases. Um, David Herbster is our guest. As you look back over the time you've been athletic, athletic director at USD, you, you've been the AD a little bit long. What's the longest tenured AD in the history of USD? Do you know? Off the top of my head, I don't know. I know when I was hired, I was the 13th athletic director in USD history. Um, I'd have to go back in and look. Ten years might be about it. You might have, actually, if you would probably went back to the 30s and 40s, you might have some. Rube Hoy, Rube Hoy was an athletic director here for a long time, and he might uh, have well eclipsed me. But you know, back then, you're you're the athletic director. You're probably the football coach and the track coach, and you probably were also taping ankles. Yeah, yeah, the job has taken on a little <laughs> bit more. Uh, well, the job is just so much bigger than it used to be back in the 30s and 40s when Rube was the athletic director. Uh, talk about some of the things that you're most proud of and things that the school accomplished 
in your time in that position? You know, coming back here, you know, getting here in 2007 was really kind of the start of the transition. I think we actually started the transition to Division One that 2000, 2007, 2008 year. And I just look back to where we all started, where we were at the time as a department when we started. I think how we made it through the transition and how we were able to maintain that success um, was really, really uh, important. And realizing that on top of that, academically, student-athletes got a little bit better. I mean, I think we had over a 3.3 GPA this year, um, and that's, to me, just astounding. Um, I, w- I would have had to put two sem- add two semesters together together to get a 3.3 <laughs> yeah, grade point average. Yeah, me but. too. <laughs> 3.3 for your entire athletic community? Really? Yeah. Yeah, over 75% of our athletes have a 3.0 GPA or better. Wow. That, that's one of the things people don't realize, and, and that's not easy. That's balancing everything. Uh, oh yeah! Every single team, yep. Every single team has over a three point GPA. I don't think most of us understand. You know, having sons that all played college football, I guess I've got a little better idea. But even still, I don't think all of us understand how much work it takes to be a college athlete. It is, you know, from you come right away, and that's one of the things we work with them on early. It's just how to organize, how to actually, you know, what is time management, and, and how do I accomplish that. Um, you know, our academic support services um, really kind of emphasize that, and, and they do an unbelievable job helping our athletes. And, and it also helps, too, I think, because you've got academic academic uh, people looking out for you, but it's something that all of our coaches uh, stay on top of as well, and that's a point of pride for them, too. So, um, But, yeah, um, not easy. It took me about a year and a half to figure out what time management was when I was an athlete. Yeah, because you played college basketball, right, at Virginia Tech? Correct. Correct, yep. Uh, yeah, it's when you, especially if you're football is probably the easiest of all the sports, and I know people are going to go what? It's because they only play on Saturdays. I'm not saying they're, they're not busy during the week, but they're not traveling during the week. Basketball, uh, any of the other sports, volleyball, you name it, you're you've got sometimes midweek games and two or three games in a week, and I honestly don't know how they do it. Yeah. Um... I think what helps is recruiting uh, high-achieving individuals, both athletically and certainly academically, uh, helps. Um, you know, and sometimes the high, the, yeah, I don't know what it is, Mark, but I've just seen the kids that are high-achieving on the field or on the court, whatever it is, are typically the exact same in the classroom. It's kind of part of their DNA. Now, that's not to say we don't have some every now and then. We have, we have some some you know some some folks that need a special attention um, at times, um, but <laughs> a little you know a little swift kick. You mean sometimes? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, wow, that, that's amazing to me. I never realized your your student athlete GPA was three point three. That's pretty incredible. As far as athletic things, I mean, the mere fact you came in probably the most challenging time of anybody in the history of all the athletic directors at USD because of the D one transition and that's just not easy i mean that you you, it's hard to recruit when you're going through that because athletes aren't able to play for a championship right away in most sports you're absolutely right and that was tough um because am i going to go to usd or sdsu and you're recruiting the same kid well i'm gonna go to sdsu because they're eligible for the tournament they're eligible for you know the ncaa tournament they're eligible for those postseason things and so you know, you really just have to grind through that a little bit. Um, 
and you know, and when we started that transition too, remember this was like 2000 in that during that process, 2008, nine, uh, had you know a little bit of a recession right there too. So that kind of stunted us a little bit just from a, a fundraising standpoint. Everybody just kind of you know, kind of went in uh, defensive mode uh, at that point in time, and that slowed us down. But for however it, however it worked, um, I think those those first several years through, if you remember, we were in the Great West Conference, and that, that had teams from, remember this, New Jersey Tech, yeah. all the way to Texas Pan American and Utah Valley and Chicago. It was all over the place. I kind of, we kind of jokingly called it the Island of Misfit Toys. And uh, <laughs> But once we were actually able to get into the Summit League, that really just helped us with stability and being able to bring back some regional competition, certainly the Dakotas. Um, but that really, I think, just we had, we had a really good foundation and really good coaches that really just, you know, our, our motto's been we're going to win and we're going to win the right way, and they were able to do that. Well, it became the NCC on steroids, basically. It was the NCC in Division One, uh, is what the great, you know, is what, the Valley in football and Summit League and all the other sports has become for the Coyotes and the Jackrabbits and the Bison and the, I want to almost said the Fighting Sioux, Fighting Hawks. <laughs> I'm sorry, old habits just don't die, yep, um, especially when you've been calling it calling them that for decades. But I, I just think it's remarkable what's happened in Division One, where some of these schools, maybe not all, but most of these schools are like better than they ever were in Division Two. Right. That is that is interesting, isn't it? You know, I think about the success that South Dakota State has had in football, you know, to finally to get to the point of finally winning a national championship. And this is coming from a program that was only ever made the Division II playoffs once, um, and they were able to not only make that transition to do it successfully, but so successfully that you actually win a national title. That's an amazing accomplishment. It is, and I'm sure it pains you to say that. It does. It does a little bit. But now in my new role, my new role, I get to work with them. So I actually talked with Justin Sell, uh, yesterday and, uh, who's, you know, you know, he calls me and leaves me a message. And of course he's, his comment to me, we're, we're really good friends and he's always got to get one last parting shot. And he said, Hey, now that you're leaving, do you think we can uh, sign those agreements so we can play all of our games this upcoming year in Brookings again? <laughs> and he's, he's referring to the COVID year when literally you know, when your basketballs or volleyballs or soccer's, they were all back-to-back games, and they we had them in one location. And that particular year, I think we played every game against SDSU in Brookings. And he doesn't let me forget that. No, I, I, I'm not surprised. <laughs> and I know you guys are good friends. There's a lot of respect there, and that that'll be kind of fun for you to to uh, to be able to have a whole different wardrobe now. You, you don't have to wear red all the time. Mark, blue. I don't have a lot of blue in my closet. So I'll have to work on that. Well, that's Sanford's <laughs> color, of, though. So they're going to have to. Exactly. They'll make sure they'll take care of you. Sure. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot of red, white, and black in the closet right now. So we'll have to change that. Well, you look good in red. So I, I know you'll look good in blue. You'll oh, look good you. in whatever you have to wear. So uh, David Herbster is our guest here. Some of the things that have maybe happened along the way. I've just I don't even write things down. I just blab. So these I'm just going to throw out some of the <laughs> athletic things that since you've been here that I've. I, I think you have to be awfully proud of is obviously, you know, Chris Nielsen, uh, in the Olympics. You got your, uh, women's NIT championship. To me, that was unbelievable. Um, the new track, uh, the new basketball and volleyball arena, the great volleyball teams that Le- Leanna's had. Um, you name it. I mean, there's just like a long line of things that you have to look back on and go, 
That's pretty cool. Those things all happened while I was here. It is, you know, um, you know, I, I was talking with uh, some friends the other day, and we were kind of, you know, picking our brains on what were some of the most memorable things. And you know, you hit you, you hit a lot of them. Um, it was our football team beating the Gophers um, was huge uh, back, and we were actually still in the transition. I think that was 2010. Yep. Was it 2011? Up, up there, yeah. Up there, um, and having our men's basketball team beating um, Minnesota at Minnesota, and just the WNIT, and you know somebody like a Chris Nielsen. I remember Bethany Beal, who was our first national champion as a pole vaulter um, since making the transition, and little things along the way like that that you start to think about. Just the one thing I, I appreciate about college athletics is that enthusiasm around those types of wins. And though you have wins like that, it's all, it's like a, a community win. It's a state win in a lot of cases. And then the feeling that's generated from that um, is what makes, and, and not only the memories, but what gets people to continue to talk and think about those things too. So um, had a lot of fun and had uh, just being a part of some of those things. And now getting to the point of seeing these, uh, student athletes as they graduate and now they're coming back and they've got kids and it's like wow really full circle you were you came in here as an 18 year old snot nosed punk and now here you are a responsible father or mother and that's that part's really um rewarding oh for sure and i i think you've probably gotten to be better friends with a lot of the athletes than most guys in your position who are kind of hands-off to some degree. I, I think you've taken a great deal of pride in, in getting involved in the programs. You, you know, thank you. Um, I have, um, because I think at this level, throughout the process, it allows you that opportunity to get to know the athletes, to know their first name, to be able to come to practice. Uh, sometimes you get to know them some more than others because they're in your office for a variety of reasons. But uh, but I think that's why we, at least me personally, that's why I, uh, did what I did was to provide those young men and women an opportunity to play a game and go to school. So I figured out a while ago when I got into this business that somebody had done that for me. Um, and you don't really know how to thank them truly once you once I started working in college athletics. So I, I said, well, you know what? Let's pay it forward, provide that opportunity for others. And they're the ones that when we have bad days, they're the ones that kind of lift you back up again and remember why you, you do what you do. Did you ever think Vermillion would become home? <laughs> no. I remember when we got here, and um, I thought, okay, this will be, he'll be here a couple years, and then we'll move on. And then it was just one thing after another. You know, Joel Nielsen left, and then I was the interim, and so I stayed. And then he, and then David Saylor came in, and then he left, and then I was the interim. And then once we started this, it was getting through the transition, and then it was getting the arena built, getting the track built, getting, it was, uh, getting the west side of the dome done, and uh, it was always one thing after another. And pretty soon, you're right. Sixteen years later, my youngest one, Leah, uh, graduated this year, so we really got all three girls through here. Which, for me, is was is I appreciate that from a family perspective. Personally, we grew growing up in the military. I think I was in eight different states by the time I got to eighth grade, huh. and so this is the longest I've ever been anywhere. And I I hope that. Um, I told my daughters, I hope you appreciate this, because um, that's not the norm in college athletics. Not at all, and it's not the norm in your life, period. Right, right. Wow. Okay, so are you going to live in Vermilion still, or are you guys going to move up to Sioux Falls? I think eventually we'll move up to Sioux Falls. I think short term, um, this has all kind of happened pretty fast, and 
Um, we'll think about that a little bit more. Next week we move Leah into college um, at Simpson College, and so we'll get that under, then we'll get that bias, and then we'll try to start to figure that out. If it wasn't so far away, I'd offer to trade houses because you're on the golf course. Mm-hmm, right. Yeah. How could you move hey, away could, from that? Could, <laughs> I know. That's gonna, that, that will be hard. That will be hard. Ah, okay. I'm going to have to get down there this fall and, you know, take you up on your offer of stopping by yeah. for a beverage when I go by your house. So well, uh, I'll always have lemonade in the refrigerator for you. I, I appreciate that. And <laughs> if there's something else in the lemonade, that's okay, too. Uh, David Herbst, our guest. So when does this start? Uh, you said the 30th of August is your final day as athletic director at USD. When do you take over at Sanford with your new position? I will step on there September 6th. Okay. So it's that Wednesday after Labor Day. So you get a long weekend, but in between is all. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Nice. How hard was the decision to step away from athletics? Uh, it, it was easier than you think, but yet at the same time, it was pretty hard. Um, I, I, the thing I like about the position is one, feeling like I'm going into a family that I know really well and being able to do some of the things from the community relations perspective that I really, really enjoy about my job here. Um, we should probably, we'll talk in a year, uh, see how much I miss college athletics, but um, it's going to be interesting to go to games now and really either not have a responsibility from a game management perspective or the oversight of a team and just be able to go to game as a fan. So that's going to be kind of a new new concept for me. Oh, it'll be really different. Yeah, really, really different. <laughs> Uh, okay, one moment, if you could look back on, one moment in your entire year there, or years there, what's that one moment that stands out? Was it in the Dome, uh, maybe a football game that ended dramatically, or was there another? The one, that, one of the ones that stands out the most, just because I, it, it won't be able to be recreated, is when we won the WNIT, um, and there were over 7,000 people yeah. in the dome that to watch awesome. a basketball game. Yep. And you had people, you know, we were, I mean, you had obstructed view seats that we were selling. People were all over the place. And, and I, what I appreciate about that is that was for a women's basketball game. And you, to have that type of following and interest in, in a women's game uh, was just huge. Um, and ultimately to win a title like that on our home court uh, was pretty special because I really felt like the entire state uh, was kind of rooting for us. I think so, and you're right. That was unbelievable. That was that was quite a year for me. I'd been out in California with SDSU in the NCAA tournament. I'd been down in Texas with Augie, and they won the national championship. And uh, the regional tournament was here at the Premier Center and then was covering that. It was quite an unbelievable month. So thanks for bringing that up. I, I, uh, I got to tell you, that was a highlight for me too. I got to run. This has been great. Uh, I wish you all the best, and we'll get you on again. Maybe you can co-host the show with me sometimes. We'd have fun with that. We would. Let's, I would do it. Let's do that. All right. I'll be yeah. in touch. Hey, thanks, thanks for everything, Mark. You bet. David Herbster, our guest here on Calling All Sports. We'll be right back to wrap up the week. No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. 
Dakota Bank, banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Insurance and trust not FDIC insured. Ashley's Labor Day sale is your last chance to save big on summer's top styles. Don't miss your choice of doorbusters for only $5.98. Thousands of in-stock items. And for a limited time, take your purchase home with no interest for 60 months. Find well-rounded sleep starting at $2.99 with Ashley Sleep. Plus, with summer coming to a close, save hundreds on select outdoor furniture. Don't miss these hot Labor Day buys. Only at Ashley. Financing is available with approved credit on qualifying purchases. Ask store for details. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet, Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013. Or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. Advanced Thompson Vision. We change lives by creating vision every day. Everybody used to laugh at me if I didn't have four pair of glasses on my hat. I would have broken ones in my purse. I struggled. I had cataract and LASIK surgery done. From when you walk in, the greeting to the receptionist, to each person that works with you, it's just over-the-top wonderful. I'm so thankful every day. Download our free cataract checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com. Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career, like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago. It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for advancement, and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting Big Beef to 85000. You hear me talking about great life every day for a reason, and it's not just because my son Nick Ovenden is the president. Actually, Dad, I honestly don't know if there's anybody who gets more out of their membership than you, and that's just with the golf you play. You spent half that time in the uh, fitness centers. What are you implying? <laughs> That I'd love to have you work out with me every morning at 6 a.m. I don't think so. How about waiting until I'm awake? Well, good thing most of our facilities are open 24 hours a day, and we've got a friendly, knowledgeable staff that'll help you get started or even keep you on track if you need to be that. Let's change the subject. When are you adding new golf courses? Well, we're always looking ahead for our members. So in addition to the courses that we have in the region, we also have Great Life courses in Kansas City, Topeka, and now Arizona. Now you're talking. Hey, hey, can you help me hit it further, too? Yep, any time of day. But as for straighter, I sure can't help with that. <laughs> I, I know that. <laughs> but our golf pro certainly or... can. <laughs> Give us a call or stop by any of our locations to see what we're all about. Or go to joingreatlife.com. Live, play, better at Great Life. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pros. And thanks to all those great sponsors for making this show a reality. Uh, as of May 3rd, 2010s, we're in our 14th year of this program and going strong. What a great week we've had. Wonderful to have our guests that we had on today, Jay Roseboom of the West Lion Wildcats, 32 years that he's been the head coach there. And they, they just, excellence oozes out of that program. It's just amazing the job that he has done with the Wildcats and very, very similar to the, to what I would say about Lewis Drug. Excellence oozes out of Lewis Drug every single day with the way they treat their customers. I, I, I love the fact that I can go in there 
And if I got a question about something, somebody will stop what they're doing and come help me. In particular, the group in the pharmacy, it's the, the two main pharmacists, yes, uh, Jennifer and Keaton, but everybody back there is willing to stop what they're doing and come out and help Mark because, because they know he's lost. And, uh, they always help me out. And a lot of times they've saved me visits to the doctor, which, uh, is a lot more expensive than going to Lewis Drug. And, and, and once in a while, this is great. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go in to pick up a prescription maybe for my mom and they'll go, you know, I think we could save you a few bucks. Give me a minute to check out and see if there's some sort of a, a special on this. And lo and behold, I saved $15 on a prescription. So there you go. That just doesn't happen everywhere. Lewis Drug. 81 years going strong, 60 different locations. They're your first stop and, indeed, your only stop. So thanks to Lewis Drug and all of the wonderful sponsors that we have. Great to hear from, and, and one of those sponsors is Sanford Health, which is where David Herbster is going to work. Uh, he's going to be a great addition to the team there at Sanford. There's no doubt in my mind. He is a wonderful guy. He's done a great job at USD. I'll miss having him on the show, but uh, we'll have to figure out another way to get him on in the future. Have a great weekend. Tune in to to, uh, Dakota News Now for Football Friday tonight. we got a lot of highlights for you. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, The Diamond Room, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. Meets.